0: we have been out yeah. on the bouncy castles what about the big kids have they been having a good time as well yeah. all right i brought a friend with me he wanted to come i'm not sure how he's going to do here okay um you're uh, probably quite pleased that he's disconnected yeah. all right also, i could have real lots of fun tonight <laughs> uh, nobody would want to sit in the front row you know <laughs> but he is disconnected so he's actually going to be quite quiet he's going to be well behaved hopefully he's just going to stay here all right New Zealand Beyond, you will never know what's going to happen with New Zealand Beyond. This story of Jose came out of the New Zealand Beyond Conference. So I was sitting just down over there in a New Zealand and Beyond Conference and the speaker made a comment about the Holy Spirit uh, flowing through us like uh, we're like a hose and the Holy Spirit flows through us and I'm sitting there going, What a great illustration, and a couple of days after conference, I sat down at the beach and I was thinking about that, and boom, 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 there's like ideas started bouncing around and the story of Jose bounced out. And it's taken four years to bring Jose into picture form and to bring him to you guys and to everybody else, but I just believe that this is a story that uh, has got a God message to it. Jose is missional, and thank you so much to everybody who bought books before Christmas because I've almost got enough, there's two dollars from every book, and that goes to putting fresh water into villages into Cambodia. So Jose is missional, and uh, we're almost there, with another well, so I'm really, really excited about that. So I want to share the story with you, and I'm kind of like I did it with Roche Rua this morning and uh, we had a good time with it. I'm going, it's not late? Like, am I pitching to the adults? I'm pitching to the kids. So I hope everybody gets, gets a feel of this as we go. This is for all ages. When Jesus wanted to communicate really deep truth, he told stories. Yeah. We call them parables. And the thing about a story is it catches our imagination and it lodges there and it sits and it begins to, to, Stir into our hearts and into our minds. How many of you, when you were a child listening to fairy stories, fairy tales, became the hero in the story, became the little tailor that got the seven with one blow, became the giant slayer of Jack and the Beanstalk, became the person who rescued the princess out of the tower. There's something about it that brings us and sucks us into the story. And so Jesus knew that, he communicated it, and I just want you to listen with the story, but listen with two ears. Listen to the story, but listen to what God might Touch your heart with as we read the story together. All right, are you ready for this? You guys are good? Okay, so here we go. Charlie the cat poked and prodded the snake in the corner. Ouch, it said, uncurling and stretching. Oh, Charlie jumped back. I thought you were a snake, but you're not, are you? No, you're on the hose, I'm Jose. Ho what? Jose. Who say who is, Charlie asked as he sat down beside him. Ah, nothing but plastic rope with a hole in it. Finished the spade. It's got no teeth, said the saw. No bite, said the weed eater. He's spineless. No backbone at all, shouted the garden folk. He's a hollow shell, just like me, cackled the flower pot. He's useless, they all shouted with glee. Are you useless, Charlie asked. Well, said Jose, I can slither and slide <laughs> and get tangled and not sputtered in the trowel or I've seen you stuck under the fence. Okay, said Jose, I do get tangled sometimes, but I can wriggle around corners and move from side to side. To do what, Charlie asked again. Jose sighed. It was all true. He was nothing really, just plastic rope with a hole. He curled up tighter in the corner. Charlie flicked his tail and stalked away. Out in the garden, the sun shone, the ground baked, and the flowers panted. Water, they whispered. The leaves wilted and the grass groaned. Water, water, please. Jose stirred. He heard a sound like the gardener was coming. He began to twitch. The tools stood to attention. Pick me, pick me, they cried. Actually, this morning when I was reading the story, just sorry, breaking in there. I don't know if you can see the mouse in the gumboots. saluting. Anyway, I never noticed that until today, so I just wanted to share that with you. Okay, suddenly, Jose was scooped up and carried away. Charlie, the curious cat, jumped up and followed. I need you, Jose, the garden whispered. Really, what for? The gunner attached one end of Jose to a tap. Jose began to slither and slide across the ground. Here's a snake, thought Charlie as he watched. Under and over, round and about, went Jose. Then, without warning, Jose began to dance Charlie's eyes popped out, spurting and splashing. Jose was twisting and twirling. Flowers were waving, beans were jumping, leaves were shimmering and trees were swaying. The grass was smiling and the tomatoes were blushing. Children came running, laughing and shouting as Jose spun faster and faster. You said I was hollow, not anymore. I thought I was useless. But I'm not. I'm a life giver, a water carrier, a twirling, swirling, splashing joy-bringer. See, Charlie, not useless, but useful. This is a real me, Jose! (laughs) (laughs) Charlie choked and spluttered. The flowers laughed and the children squealed. Jose danced round and round, faster and faster, flinging water in every direction. And as suddenly as it began, the water stopped, and Jose flopped to the ground. Once again, he was bundled into a coil and left in the corner. But this time, Jose had a big smile on his face. Tomorrow, the sun would shine, the flowers would paint water, and Charlie, he'll hide, and Jose, he will dance. Jose, who? I wonder what part of that story struck a chord with you. Maybe there was a couple of areas there. Because we're a big crowd and I can't ask you all, I'm going to just give you some of the the parts that strike a chord with me and were in my mind as I began to write the story. All of us struggle with the who, who am I? I thought originally, you know, when I was a young person, the identity issues, we're a young person's problem, but as I've grown up and as we look at different times and seasons of our lives, every one of us asks, who am I? And really close to that, who am I, comes the next question. Why am I here? What is my purpose? You see, sometimes the boys and girls in our playgrounds and even the grown-up boys and girls can call us useless. You're not like me, you're not this, you're not that, you're not flesh, you're not anything. And we can begin to take that same message on board and think, I'm useless. Who am I? I am useless. And we define ourselves by the tags and the labels that sometimes people put on us, but sometimes we put on ourselves. And because we think that, then we think that we have no purpose and no reason. But in this story, that creates first the problem of who is Jose? Who are we? There comes a pivotal moment um, which the whole story turns around on. I wonder if you can figure out which page that moment might be in the story. I asked that question this morning in Rotorua and we had a number of different things and then one person said, it's the page when the gardener picks them up. So let's go to that page, this page here. I believe this is the pivotal moment. You see, our identity and who we are begins and ends with God. The gardener chose Jose. Out of all the to- tools, right then, the gardener came and chose Jose. We just sang it tonight, you were chosen, not forsaken. You see, if we take off our identity away from God, if we say that God is not relevant to us, and that is the message of our society today, that wants to move God out of everything, out of our schoolrooms, out of our whole language, and doesn't want to know and acknowledge that God is the creator of everything. And if He's the creator of everything, then He created you and He created me. And He created us for a reason and for a purpose. So my, my, my question is, is that why we in New Zealand have such a high suicide rate? Is that why we have such a depression rate? Because we have said we are a secular society and we don't need God, thank you very much. So without God, we sit in our tool shed, miserable, like Jose was. Who am I? What is the reason for my existence? And we can say that you know the reason for your existence is this or that or the other and we can give all of those things and we can say all the things but if we're not connected to the gardener there is no it makes no sense as we read over the january period out of soul food in ecclesiastes it's vanity all is vanity we teach values but if we don't teach the god who brings those values why should i be kind why should I be nice to that kid that hates me? I'll beat them up. You mean, seriously, why? Why do I exist? Why should I work hard? Why should I do my best at school? Why, if we don't bring in the gardener, that he has created us and designed each one of us for a purpose and that we need to be connected to him, then it makes no sense whatsoever. So our identity is in Christ. That's where it begins and in that comes our purpose. So mums and dads, boys and girls, big people, small people, I wanna share with you a couple of my favorite verses that when you have a bad hair day, when you wanna be the miserable one and sit in sulk because nobody loves me, everybody hates me going down the garden to eat worms, these are the verses that you can bring to your attention and remind yourself of who you are and what your purpose is. And that does not mean that at seven or at 70, at nine or 90, this verse still means the same thing, okay? So it's, it's ageless. It's all time and all eternity. So Ephesians 2 verse 10, let's put it out. For we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works which God prepared in advance for us to do. We are God's handiwork. God created you. He crafted us. I love again the way the Passion Translation puts it because it, it takes the Greek word handiwork that Greek word, and it's actually the word for poem. So here we are. We have become his poetry. He recreated people that will fulfill the destiny he has given each of us. For we are joined to Jesus, the anointed one. Even before we were born, God planned and advanced our destiny and the good works we would do to fulfill it. You are God's poem. God is writing, not your story, his story in your life. He's writing about His grace in your life. He's writing about forgiveness in your life. He's writing about the unique things that He's put into you that only you have and only you can do. We are God's workmanship. We are created in Him to do good works. Here's my second verse, and this verse has got a huge amount to unpack, and we won't have time tonight to unpack it all, but again, circle this one in 1 Peter 2, 9, the one but you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may, what, declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. His identity, his purpose. Why is answered there. Who is answered there? Who are you? God's chosen, not frozen. God's chosen. He chose you. He came looking for you. Girls and boys, Jesus came looking for you. Older people, Jesus came looking for you. That's why he came to earth. He came looking for us. He left the 99 and went out looking for you. He found you. He found you loitering in a dark cupboard, and he said, come here. I have need of you. You're mine. I've been looking everywhere for you. There's something that only you can do. You're chosen. You're precious, why are you precious? Because Jesus died for you. The greatest gift that he could give, he gave his life for you. To bring you in to be part of his family and to his people. We are a holy nation. Are we left alone? No. Are we ever alone? Never alone. Because one, Jesus is with us, and two, he's put a whole family, a worldwide family around about us. We are the people of God. And here comes our purpose. What is our purpose? To declare the praises of him who found us. Our life is to declare his praises. Our life is to take and be that hose and bring his life into situations wherever we go. God has called you. He's got good works for us to do. Those good works can be very simple good works. Every day, there's a new list of good works for you to do. You can share a smile. You can write a letter you can share your lunch with somebody at school that's a big job to do i know but you could do that you could you could sit there and you could ask god for his grace and his help and you can be kind why because god was kind to you
1: yeah. right.
0: you can love why because he loved you you can forgive why because he forgave you and you begin to cheer and his story to the people that you meet. It doesn't matter if it's the lady down the road, if it's helping somebody to cross the road, it's picking somebody up. I just heard today about somebody telling me that they slipped and Pack and Save and a man came along and lifted them up. That's good works. That's good works. That's good works that God has got just for you. The other element that I wanna share with you really quickly is about water in this story. And I said to you that the idea, the seed for this came from a New Zealand and Beyond Conference about how when we're filled with the Spirit of God, we bring the presence of God out to wherever we go. Let's just um, do the water, water one. That's it. You see, when you drink the water I give you, you become a gushing fountain of the Holy Spirit, springing up and flooding you with endless life. Jesus said that to the woman at the well who thought she was useless, who thought she was of no worth. And Jesus said, you know, if you ask of me, I will give you water, living water, that will so fill you and satisfy you that you will have water to share, a gushing river of living water. Who are you? You are chosen. What are you to do? You are to declare His praises. And here's the cool thing, how are you gonna do that? With the Holy Spirit in your life falling through you, you are spirit-filled, spirit-empowered, men and women, girls and boys. What does that mean? I remember facing some bullies at school and they were coming at me and they were doing the stare down trick and I was trying to avoid them because it was pretty intimidating. And I I went home and I said, God, what do I do with those bullies? And God gave me a scripture, Ephesians 3, 16, for I'm strengthened by his spirit in my inner man. And so those girls came to steer me down the next day, and I stood there, and I stared back, and in my heart, I was going, God has strengthened me by His Spirit in my inner man. God has strengthened me by His Spirit in the inner man. God has strengthened me by His Spirit in the inner man. I stared them down, you know? (laughs) That's the Holy Spirit at work in you. He's empowered us, you don't have to be afraid. You can go through, you can can touch lives and bring joy. Just as Jose found he was a water carrier, a life-bringer, a joy-bringer. That's what we are called to do, people. That doesn't matter how old you are or how young you are. The very last thing, and this was like, like a fresh thought this morning. Charlie gets totally surprised by Jose. Jose gets totally surprised about what happens. You know what? You give your life to the gardener, you plug into him, you connect with him, let him attach you to the hose of his spirit, and you know what? He's going to surprise you. He's going to surprise you. He's going to surprise the world around you. You're gonna do things that you never thought you could do. Ephesians 3:20 says, for God will do amazingly more than we can ask, think, or imagine. Wow! Can you just imagine what that could look like? Maybe girls and boys, you struggle with reading at school. Why don't you ask God the Holy Spirit to help you and be surprised and amazed at what he can do to help you to read. Why don't you, you go out into your workplace and you think, you know what? I'm here to bring the presence of God into my workplace. Right now, Holy Spirit, what are we gonna do about that? And be surprised at what He's going to do, how He's going to answer, how He will help. Just as Emma was surprised when she prayed and laid hands on her sister and she was healed. Be surprised. God wants to surprise us. He loves surprising us. He does amazingly more than we can ask, think or imagine. So I'm gonna ask the band to come back right now. And I'm actually gonna ask them to sing that song. We are gonna do Good, Good Father, but I really like, I'm I'm chosen, you know? I wanna do that song, I think there's something on that song, I'd like us to sing that. So will you stand with me right now? Let's sing that song together, knowing who you are, what you are called to do, and how you're about to do it.
1: say I am chosen, I am chosen, not forsaken, I am who you say I am, not for me, not against me, I am who you say I am, Lord, I am who you say I am, who the Son, who the Son says. Father's house, there's a place for me, I'm a child of God, yes I am.
0: Just while we're standing there if there's somebody, anybody, it doesn't matter how old or how young you are and you've never made that decision to say I am a child of God that he is my heavenly father. You've never asked Jesus Christ to be your Lord and Saviour I want to say tonight's a really good night to do that. You really want to, do. you've been struggling with knowing who you are, struggling with knowing where and how you fit into life and what those big questions are maybe you feel as miserable as Jose was and you're stuck in a, in a dark hole. Well tonight your heavenly father came looking for you and he's saying to you, will you come? I need you. Will you come? to me? Will you let me pick you up? Will you come and find your identity in me? So I'm asking right now, if there's anybody, a boy or a girl, a young person, an old person, and say, you know what? I want to settle the question tonight. I'm saying, yes, I want to be a child of God. I want to know the Heavenly Father. I want to know Jesus Christ. You know what? I would love to pray with you. And if that's you tonight and you would like to do that, can you put your hand up so I can see where you are? If you wanna ask Jesus to be your heavenly father, can you put your hand up and say, yes, I wanna be a child of God. I want to settle who I am and what the reason is for my existence on this earth. God is a good, good father and He's calling you and He's saying, come, do it tonight, do it tonight. Is there anybody here? I'm gonna come over this side here and is anybody wanna say yes? Have we got a hand up? We've got a hand up over there. Hey, thank you so much. See that hand, you can put your hand down. Is there anybody else that would want to make that decision tonight, say yes, I want to ask Jesus into my life. Yes, I want to settle that I am His child and He has a plan and a purpose for me. He's called me, He's chosen me. Anybody else can see the lights in my eyes? Yeah. I don't see another hand, but you know what? I would love to pray with you. Would you come down the front? I'd love to meet you down here and pray with you. If there's somebody else, you want to ask them? Yeah, just come on down. And join us. Pray right now and say, mm. Heavenly Father, thank you that you came looking for me. I want to be your child. I want to ask Jesus, into my life. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Thank you that you chose me. I'm a child of God. Amen. It was fun. So good. So good. You know, just be, um, where we're here, I just want to pray for you. Is that okay? You know, because sometimes, many times, we do struggle with the who and the what and the how and the why, and maybe that's you, and maybe you've been doing Struggling with that, or maybe you've forgotten that actually you're designed to carry the Holy Spirit and you just need to connect yourself to the tap. You know, Jose actually needs to be connected to the tap. So maybe sometimes we disconnect ourselves. We disconnect ourselves because we just forgot. Or sitting God in the way. You know, if you Want prayer tonight? I'm just going to ask you to put your hand up, just where you are. I'm asking you to come forward. But if you say, oh, Holy Spirit, I want to reconnect, you know, just put your hand up. If you're saying, Lord, I want to know what the what is for 2019, I just like to pray. But if you, if you, any part of of Jose's story touched you tonight, why don't you just put your hand up? I'm going to pray as I see those hands. I'm going to ask God, the Holy Spirit, to touch you right now. Thank you see that, and Father. I just thank you, Holy Spirit. I just thank you and release you right now, Lord. Will you turn the tap on into the lives of those people that put their hands up because they've run dry, Lord? Let the life pass of the Holy Spirit begin to flow again. Father, let it gush through in a life-changing, life-empowering way. Lord, for those that are struggling with the what for this year, Lord, I know that you will show them the good works that you have planned for them to do. Father, as simple as they may be or as complicated as they may be, Lord, I pray that for each one here tonight, there will some a new sense of who I am and what I'm called to do, like that from the children, as they go back into school, Father, they become they become Jose's in their school. Father, for the young people going into their schools, God, they become they become carriers of your presence, Lord. They begin to stand up, Lord, and they're filled with your Spirit, Lord, for each person as they go into their workplace, into their homes, into their communities. Father, that we may be an army of Jose's who know who we are, know what we're about, and are filled and plugged into the power of your Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God, amen, amen, amen. Can we just do I'm chosen again? Is that all right? Sorry, I just really like that. I just think it sums up so much what what God is wanting to say, he's chosen you. And I believe that we're in for some great surprises. You know, I can't wait to see what God's gonna do in your life, through your life, through us as a community. What is he going to do? It's going to be awesome.
1: I'm chosen. I am chosen, not forsaken. I am who you say I am. You are for me, not against me. I am who you say I am. I am chosen, not forsaken. I am who you say I am. You are for me, not against me, I am who you say I am, I am, I am who you say I am. Who the sun sets free, oh is free indeed, I'm a child of God, yes I am.
0: a child of God as you walk out tonight. Um, if you would like a copy of Jose, there are Jose's bricks for sa- sale. Woo, woo. sale out in the info desk at $15. And it would be just awesome if I could just get a few more sales and that well could be built. Um, that would be terrific. Thank you so much. That's it. That's it. We're done. We're good. Good to see you guys. Have a great week.